Big part of what we do on SEN, of course, is the world game. And the man who knows it better than most is our man from SEN, Simon Hill. He joins us now. We're talking quarterfinals of the Euro. Are the best eight teams in it, Simon? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, given that the world champions, France, are not in it, uh, given that the reigning holders, Portugal, are not in it, <laughs> uh, you'd have to say that there are one or two pretty big-name casualties. But, uh, you know, you've got to prove it on the field. And uh, the, the eight teams that are left have done that. So we're building towards an exciting climax. It's very interesting that one half of the draws been lopsided with probably the heavier favoured teams. And in the other side of the draw, it was basically England or Germany, which is what made England's win over Germany obviously make so many headlines the other day. But uh, yeah, getting to the pointy end of the tournament, it's exciting stuff. So let's run our eyes over the quarterfinal clashes. Switzerland and Spain, and we know that head-to-head Spain have certainly had the wood over Switzerland over a long period of time. Yeah, they have. And look, they'll start favourites in this game, but uh, so did France against Switzerland in the round of 16. And uh, I think they surprised a lot of people the Swiss. They're a solid unit. They're a, a side that don't have necessarily too many stars, uh, but they're very well led, particularly by Granit Xhaka in midfield. Uh, and they're capable of, of causing another surprise. Spain are not the team that they were. They're going through a bit of a rebuild, but uh, the last two games, they've come good, uh, scoring 10 goals. And they've had an awful lot of criticism um, from the Spanish media and from their own supporters. Uh, before and during this tournament, particularly Alvaro Morata, who's, who's had terrible abuse. Um, but he's, he's answered them in the right way. He scored in that uh, win over Croatia, which ended 5-3. And uh, I think the Spanish will, will again start the favourites. And this would be, uh, you know, if they were to get to the semi-finals or final, this would be the best up you from Luis Enrique, uh, their coach. Because, again, he's, he's had a lot of uh, stick as well. Um, it's a difficult one to call, but I, I think I would probably say that Spain will go through to the semis. But that's only based on their experience and the fact that Switzerland haven't been in the, the knockout phases of a major tournament since 1954. Yeah, first ever Euro meeting between the two teams, Spain and Switzerland. So we're, we're ticking off the Spanish right there. Belgium play Italy, of course. Uh, I think this is the fifth time they've met and Italy have never lost in a major tournament to Belgium. Yeah, look, this this is the big, the, the mouth-watering quarterfinal tie for me. Uh, the two teams who probably impressed the most that are still left in the in the competition. Um, Belgium, uh, we've said this before, that they've got this golden generation of players. And we thought they would have won a major trophy before now, but they haven't done. They finished third at the World Cup in Russia 2018. Um, they've got Kevin De Bruyne, they've got Romelu Lukaku, they've got Thibaut Courtois, they've got Eden Hazard, they've got Axel Witzel, uh, they've got Jan Vertong and Toby Alderweireld. These are, these are names that literally trip off the tongue because they play in the top leagues of the world and they are really, really good players. But this is the toughest quarterfinal they could possibly have got because Italy are completely reborn under Roberto Mancini totally reimagined. Again, a team really without stars, although they've got goals uh, through Insigne and Immobile in particular. Federico Chiesa, who scored in, in, uh, in the last round. I'm old enough to remember his father um, playing and, and scoring goals 20 years ago. Uh, so they're, they're a good side as well. So I think whoever wins this one is certainly going to go on to the final. Uh, that I'm absolutely convinced, but uh, it, it may well be that we'll get the winner out of this tie. 
Simon Hill, our guest on Sporting Goss, of course, a football commentator, and you can hear his stuff on the Global Game 1170 SEN. Or you might even get a T-shirt too, Simon says. Uh, Czech Republic versus <laughs> versus Denmark. Um, this has got intrigue about it too, hasn't it? This is a, another one where probably the winner is well concealed. Yeah, I mean, again, two teams that have sort of sneaked through to the latter stages, unfancied really. Uh, I watched the Czech Republic when they lost to England and I thought, yeah, you know, they were neat and tidy, but there was not a lot of cut and thrust about them. Um, and yet they've, they've done this before at this tournament. They, they reached the final back in 1996. They reached the semifinals in 2004, the quarterfinals in 2012. So they're, they're well versed at getting to the latter stages, probably unheralded at this particular competition. Um, now, they're up against a Danish team, of course, that are riding this emotional wave on the back of that horrible incident mm. that happened to Christian Eriksen in the early part of the competition. And uh, I think that's part of the reason why they've gone so deep into, into these Euros. Whether they can go any further, I don't know. I, again, I think this is a 50-50 proposition, to be honest. Uh, and obviously the winner um, goes through to face either... Um, England or Ukraine in the semi-finals, which uh, you know again is is an intriguing one, a potential banana skin for England if they were to get through. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't like to be putting money on that Czech Republic Denmark game. That's for sure. Okay, so let's turn our attention to England, Ukraine. England are on this clean sheet run that they've got. This is the eighth time they've met in I think at top flight. Uh, world football, Ukraine and England, and England only lost once. When you look at the England lineup, Simon, Simon Hill, our guest from the Global Game, of course from SEN, is, are they playing the football that can go all the way or is there still some work to be done? I personally think they need to go up a level if they're going to win it. Mm-hmm. What they've done so far has been good enough Um and they've been very well organised. Of course, the, the big question mark against England prior to the, this tournament starting was, is their defence good enough? Everybody thought that, you know, the, the English attack, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, uh, Saka, the, the, the young guys played from, from Arsenal. Uh, we had plenty of firepower, Jaden Sancho as well. But the question mark was against whether England was strong enough defensively. Now, strangely enough, the way it turned out is that they've been very, very solid at the back and probably... Uh, the flip side of that is they've lost a little bit of attacking thrust up top. So I think they probably need to correct that to a certain degree because if, if they come up against the likes of Belgium or Italy in the final, for example, if they get that far, then I think they're going to need to uh, have a better balance. They're going to need to be able to attack a little bit more. Um, but, you know, you've got to give Gareth Southgate credit. His selections have been spot on. He's left Jack Grealish, Phil Foden on the bench the last game and, and used them as impact players, and they were very, very good. Uh, on paper, they should be too good for Ukraine, uh, but Ukraine have got some players who know the English uh, uh, players and systems very well. I'm talking of uh, Zinchenko, the left-back, he plays at Manchester City. Andrei Yarmolenko plays at, at West Ham, uh, and they've got you know other good players uh, as well. They play in some of the top leagues of Europe, so it's it's a very winnable tie for England, but it's it's also a potential banana skin, mm. and they, they they've got to be careful not to look too far ahead because everybody's going, oh, it's only Ukraine, so that's England in the semis. Well, yeah, I remember Iceland five years ago when everybody was talking about that, <laughs> and we lost. All right, Spain, Belgium, Czech Republic, England. So we're down to four, then into the semis. 
Do you want to yep. go out on a on a on the uh, <laughs> on the precipice right now and give me the winners of those ones and then the final, or should we wait till uh, we get past this base? Uh, well, look, I, I'll give you a winner of the whole thing. I, I think it's going to be Belgium's time. Wow! I, I think they finally get, the golden generation is going to lift a, a major trophy for the first time. So I'll probably be hopelessly wrong. That is. I hope it's England, obviously. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> hey, nice work by you. Of course, the global game on SEN. Of course, appreciate it. How are the t-shirt sales going, mate? Simon says. <laughs> Yeah, they're a little bit slow, but uh, no, they're, they're going all right, actually. Uh, it's a nice thing to do, along with uh, Rob Morrison from Striptease. So uh, it wasn't really about the money. It was it was about a bit of fun, and yeah, um, yeah I enjoyed it. Yeah, it good on good. you, mate. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, life is about fun, especially in the world that we're currently living in as well. Stay safe, mate. We'll chat again soon. You too, Tim. All the best, mate. Yeah, he's a great man. Simon Hill, of course, you can hear him on The Global Game here on SEN.